You've arrived. You've arrived. To the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go! What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Oh, man, life is good. Life is good. Life is good for me. Hopefully, life is good for you. I woke up with the ability to wiggle my toes. That's enough. That's plenty. Um, Unfortunately, my daughter is very under the weather. That's... That's where my heart is. It's where my heart's been. We've definitely been spending a lot of time together. It's been priceless. That's not what today's episode is about. I'm so thankful for each and every one of y'all. I could sit here and say it till I'm blue in the face, but I'm going to save me the breath and save you the time. So today's episode is from, from NFTs to sports cards. And this is not a permanent transition. This is just where my focus has been. So that's why I have been doing the transition. If you've been following my post, I will explain every part of it. Um, I do have value in VFriends NFTs. That's my goal. I will own a VF1 one day. Um, that's, you know, the life goal right now. So the value of it is irrelevant. It's just my goal. It gives me something to thrive towards. And, oh, man, so thankful for each and every one of y'all. Let's go. All right, so today's episode from NFTs to sports cards is going to start with my grandma. RIP, big shout out, um, Grandma Donna, man, just an amazing, per- amazing person, school teacher for over 30 years, um, taught a lot of my friends, actually, that worked, lived up the hill, and we all went to high school together and middle school together, and they actually taught her, so she impacted so many children's lives, so thankful for a woman like her, she deserves the world, and we miss you, we miss you so much, I wish that, you know, she was here today to enshrine those. Is it the right word? Enshrine those values upon my children, and I think she's left the responsibility up to us, up to me. Um, I would say my mom, because my mom has some amazing values, priceless values. Unfortunately, she lives out of state now. However, when she was close, she did everything she could for my kids, and she was one hell of a grandma. So, big shout out to her. Big shout out to my grandma. Um, my mom's still around. She's still pushing. So. You know, don't have to RIP my mama. She's still strong. She's still doing her thing. Very thankful to have her in my life still. And grandma, we miss you. We miss you so much. Um, My daughter talks about you all the time, and it's very strange. She'll bring you up at random times and be like, oh, yeah, I saw Grandma Donna in my dream and did this. So I don't know how that all works. It's very interesting. We do have pictures of her around my house. We talk about her often, especially in certain circumstances, like uh, whenever we're around, um, play places like with a and when I say play place I mean a stage um where they have plays I always I'll take my daughter on the stages when they're empty and stuff and we'll like look out and I'll tell her about my grandma when I used to go to orchestras and things like that amazing experiences I would love to go back to an orchestra now that I think about it I really wanted to go to a card show tomorrow but man I should look into going to an orchestra they were awesome um I know we have COVID and everything so they're probably not the same now however the kids used to go around they used to have extra mouthpieces and you could try the instruments I'm sure the instruments were full of spit but you're actually able to try the instruments and see what you can do that was always awesome I'll remember it for the rest of my life so grandma thank you thank you thank you um big shout out you know to my mom and just everybody in man just life life is a motherfucker so Enjoy it, enjoy it, enjoy it. Today's episode starts with my grandma because she was renting out a house in Redlands, California to some younger individuals and upon their departure, which seemed um, quick, 
they left some marijuana paraphernalia, sports cards, a diamond back, and some other belongings, but that's all that ended up with me. Not the marijuana. The marijuana they called the police, and the police came, took all the bongs and marijuana to dispose of. This is back in early 90s, early 90s for sure. So I had a diamond back. That was huge for me. Um, I was a BMX person. I had a GT, but they were like the track models with, with the skinny tires that you didn't ride out on the street. Um Man, I got third in the world nationals, got a big-ass trophy. Back to grandma's house, they left a bunch of stuff, sports cards included, and that's where it all began. I used to go through those just folders full of sports cards. They had some autos in there from Mark McGuire, um, Jose Canseco. They had the Mark McGuire bazooka rookie when when that got hot. Um, I already had the folder when that got hot, but I remember I had two of those in my possession. Should have sold them. They went up to 150 bucks they're down to like 20 today unfortunately mine were left outside and molded but that's a whole nother story oh man that's heartbreaking just thinking about it back to grandma's house so i got the books there was quite a few um you know packs in there not packs but just folders and folders and folders i didn't even open up any packs at that point i don't believe so i had folders of cards i would just organize them for hours i would organize them first by player and then you organize them by team but I would have Brett Favre on the front. He was with Atlanta first. I did have his rookie, so it always threw off my Green Bay page. But you had to have Brett Favre on the front. So sometimes I would just do them by team, organize them that way. And then you just go back and reorganize them. You're damaging the cards the whole time. I'm sure I was just a kid. But that was part of it. I definitely collected cards back in my childhood. So that has a whole... I don't know if I overvalue the cards because of the heartstrings that it pulls on, just remembering my grandma and all that, but I really do enjoy it. My entire table's full of cards in front of me. I've been trying to narrow it down. I have a bunch of lots on my eBay store. I'll try to put a link in somewhere for that, or find me on X. You could definitely find most of my stuff on X. I got to figure out how to link my eBay store onto my X account today. That is one of my tasks. I'm actually going to write it down right now. Oh, man. So, Grandma left me the cards. I got into cards. Um, That lasted for a little while, and then the Pokemon stage happened. So when Pokemon happened, we didn't get a lot. Like, as kids, we lived good. I I lived a good life. Um, We had motorcycles. We had a lot of stuff. But when we went to the store, man, it was a struggle. If we were going to get something from the store, especially in that $5 section, you know, $5 value range, we knew what we were getting. Usually for me, it would be a wrestling action figure. I had a lot of those, or G.I. Joe's. Um, I would collect a lot of G.I. Joe's, those types of small things. They were awesome, man. I had a lot of fun. Um, But when Pokemon came out, I did get some Pokemon cards. I didn't get a lot. Like, I remember my friends had a lot. Even Pogs. I used to get quite a few Pogs. Um, They used to hook it up. I remember my mom and them used to get me a lot of Pogs. A lot of them were like the knockoff ones, but we could always find them. And they, they worked the same. They wouldn't have the same trade value. People would be getting pissed off. But, hey, it is what it is, man. Pog might be spelt backwards, but, you know. Or upside down, but it, it, it is what it is, folks. Um, man, life was good. Life was good. The slammer's a slammer. It, it, they work. They work. So, oh, I have a whole bag full of these things right now, actually. Looking back, I was just giving some. They were, they were like, yeah, they're pogs. They're pogs. And I looked at them. I was like, I remember these things. These are the knockoff pogs, but still the same same value of, you know, to my heart. So, oh, man, sports cars. Sports cars as a mother. So, um Pokemon came, definitely had a lot of Pokemon cards, got got in trouble trading Pokemon cards in the back of the class, I think. That might have been kindergarten or first grade, second grade, somewhere right around then is when Pokemon, I think, hit. 
and I jumped on it. I was definitely on the Pokemon train. Never did pull a Charizard. Um, I was always a Blastoise fan myself anyways. Charizard always got, like, the big value. I don't think I ever owned a Charizard, but I did own, like, some cool some cool cards. I always wonder what happened to them. I had my little Pokemon binder, so I didn't have much. It was a small little binder. And uh, Pokemon, so that was a big part of my childhood. And eventually, when I hit about eh, 12... I left my dad's house and all I took was basically a backpack full of clothes. I think I only had two pairs of pants and owned a couple of shirts anyways. And so I just took that and left, left everything there. Oh, I left my Ryan Sheckler poster when he was a kid. He was young, man. My neighbor actually knew his mom. They worked together at the dentist place and I had an auto from my, Ryan Sheckler when he was just a kid, man. Signed a big ass uh, World Industries poster for me and that's gone a lot of brett Favre autos that i accumulated over the years that's gone and all my sports cards that's gone but i thought they were gone for those that don't know went back to my dad's house about mm, two years later no, no two years ago and this is about 30 years and no not 30 it's about 20 years now that was what 12 when i left I'm about yeah so it's about 12 years ago 2020 no 20, 23 years ago. Damn, that was a long time ago, man. 23 years ago that I left just everything there and dipped out. Recently, I went back to my dad's house and I was talking with them in the backyard. We were in the backyard of all places. And I was telling him like, oh, yeah, sports cards are blown up. And he was like, oh, I was wondering when you come back for those. And my eyes got big. Even my lady at the time, she was like, man, you should have saw your face. Like, you just lit up. I was super excited. That's that's thousands of dollars i was so excited he was like they're right there and we're standing in the backyard and he pointing down the side of the house in the backyard he's pointing at it like there's like a gym bag i was like no he was like i think they're good in there and then my heart just sank i walked over i opened the bag and i see all the water damage it was sad there was mold everywhere it was it was it was it was a sad day it was a very sad day it broke my heart um it was tough to see, still have those folders, you know, stashed away, away from everything valuable. Cause like I said, they had a lot of water damage. Most of the mold was like inside of the cased, the cased cards, everything that was protected the most was definitely full of green and just destroyed a lot of my Dion Sanders, Barry Sanders, uh, Mark McGuire's, all those types of valuable cards destroyed to oblivion. Um, but I did have them. I got to, you know, go through them. There was value in flipping those pages and seeing everything. My Pokemon cards were not there. So whoever scored those, congratulations. I'm glad you got them. I don't look at it as, you know, nobody stole nothing from me. I'm so thankful you stole them from the trash, uh, essentially, because they would be worthless if they were still in there. So I'm so glad somebody got those. So hopefully they enjoyed them. And I do wonder where they ended up just because, it's it's you just wonder with things like that it's kind of like when you sell a car and you look back like man i wonder whatever happened to that thing i never see it on the road so oh man sports cars always been part of my life um definitely that was heartbreaking when it came back to me but this all came back due to an individual by the name of and deserves the credit uh gary vaynerchuk give it up for that individual right there so from my grandma introducing me to sports cards as a kid, ended up losing it all, you know, went back to zero. Then I started listening to this individual, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk was coming out with a NFT called VFriends. I was listening to the technology side of NFTs and the validation abilities 
um, on the blockchain and the smart contracts and just what it was all linked to, it all makes sense to me. I don't believe that we're using the technology correctly today, um, but that is expected almost like the internet. When you look at the early days, there was so much crap on there. I could I remember building a website called kickflip.com, I believe. And it was, I was young, man. They were giving out websites. Now you got to pay for them, you know, as, as domains. And it's very interesting to see how it's moved along. I believe that's exactly how the NFT space um, started. When I look back at it, there was just so much. And it was, whoo, wow, wow, West. I'll get into that later in the episode because I know that's down there. Um, Gary V, he was, I, I listen to a lot of motivational things in the morning when I'm doing my workouts. I'll, I'll listen to um, Tony Robbins or, just um, even Neil deGrasse Tyson, just listen to different things. A lot of it I'll listen to like a, even I think Jocko comes on. I just type in like motivational morning motivation on YouTube and I would just let the videos play while I'm hitting my workouts and I work out from 5 a.m. to about 7, 7.30 a.m. I would get ready at some point. So I work out for about an hour, hour and a half and then start taking a shower, eating, you know, getting on the grind, grind mode. It was, it was nice, but, um, I would listen to a lot of things, and I'm sure Gary V just popped up randomly on there, probably on YouTube due to the algorithm. YouTube, I thank you for that. Life-changing, life-changing. Not really sure how I found him. It may have been on something else on some other platform. Um, probably not because I didn't use Instagram much. I did use Facebook, but Gary V hasn't really been a Facebook guy too much. So I'm saying most likely on YouTube. Who the hell knows? Either way, Gary V started listening to him, listening to what he was speaking on V Friends. He was talking about Ethereum. I had a little experience with crypto doing, due to purchasing marijuana illegally from Amsterdam, and all they took was crypto. So I knew a little bit about Bitcoin, but not the technology, just how to purchase and how to spend it. Um, that kind of not really had anything to do with it. But I was familiar with it back in the early days. If only I had bought into it for other reasons. Um Damn, man. I, I played with fire, man. Played with fire. I just didn't catch the burn. Oh, man. That's a cost some, cost some other burns in life. But that's irrelevant at this point. We're not talking about that, man. Had to go straight to the doctors. Dang, man. That's stupid. Um, Gary V and his introduction into NFTs was inspiring to say the least. Um, it inspired me to look into Ethereum. I did purchase into a lot of Ethereum. I think I was up to $1,200 at some point. Or maybe it was $800 in Ethereum. I had up to $1,200, you know, in resources that I could dump in. However, the V friends only got down to 1500. It was a Dutch Dutch auction, Dutch auction. So the price gradually decreases. I was just waiting for it to drop one more time. Unfortunately, the cheapest V friend one sold at $1,500. If I remember correctly, I was 300 away and I knew that I had a paycheck coming that Friday and they sold out on like a Wednesday or something. It was so heartbreaking, man. It was heartbreaking to the fullest, but it is what it is. Um, with that money, I actually invested in my first rug and I don't mean to call them a rug, but they definitely fell apart and never, they're still trooping. They're still out there. You know, I saw some social media posts, so they're still working. They never really left the scene. Somebody's still behind the desk. So Shout out to them, but I did invest instead in Project URS. Um, that took a flop, huge loss of money. I wish I would have got a VFriend one, but that's all. You, you can find a star, so that's what your your wish is worth. So I'm not going to sit here and wish upon a star. going to keep it real and wasted that money chasing VFriends, but it didn't quite work out. However, I learned about NFTs. Um, from there, I started playing poker with T-Rex Mafia 
And, oh, man, it was awesome. I started from the poker. That was part of my childhood with my stepdad, um, ultimate bet those days. Definitely played a lot of poker growing up, so that's still a huge part of my life. Love poker. Actually just stopped my World Poker Tour subscription so I could spend more time getting rid of all these sports cards and all these collectibles that I have, trying to minimize. Um, big shout-out to the book, The Minimalist, for causing that. But back to Gary V. NFTs, uh, started playing a lot of poker, won into the T-Rex Mafia. They rugged, jumped over into... The Lemmings, uh, that was an awesome community base. Um, kind of like V Friends, their community was awesome, is awesome, um, especially their V Friends card, their V Friends um, online presence, and just V Friends in general. Big part of Web3, and the, Gary V is always pushing. Love that guy, man. He deserves all the respect, and that's why I try to shine the light. If you don't know who he is, check him out on YouTube, check him out on any platform. He's on all of them, he's the man. He's running, running things. He has all types of opportunities for people um, of all race, color, ethnicities across the board. I love that guy. He also plans on owning the New York Jets. That's his story. Let him get into all that. But V Friends uh, tried to buy into that. NFTs jumped into all types of rug projects that fell under, never brought values to the community. The biggest one, and this was the PPT, the Pitbull Poker Tour, Big part of my heart. They were a big part of my life. Um, Invested thousands of dollars in them. Gave away a whole lot of them. I started running a poker tournament for over a year, just giving out prizes, NFTs all the time, paying those high-ass gas gas fees for Ethereum, and they were like almost $100 just to send something. All rugs, man. It was all pointless. Not pointless. It was just resources that devalued over time, Um, teams that – did not know how to run them. Uh, it's, it's hard to run a business correctly. So people are just accumulating a lot of money and it did not go back into the projects in the form of success. We'll put it that way. Um, Pitbull, that was a rug owner just took off Agora that fool. You know I mean? If I see him outside, I just got to punch him just off of principle. But at the same time, it was all love, nothing but respect for what he did up until that point. Um, he definitely was trying to build. I know he hit a lot of roadblocks. He got beat down, and everybody has a game plan until you're punched in the face, as the man Mike Tyson once said. Oh, NFTs, a lot of flops, a lot of wasted money, a lot of leading people in the wrong direction. Um, for example, in, in PPT, the Pitbull one, um, I had people in there that won tournaments and were supposed to be getting – Solana, because I was on Solana, so by this time I had jumped from ETH to Solana. It was just cheaper when we were paying gas fees, and, um, you know, I had a person that I knew won tournament and was supposed to be getting paid out, waited over two months, and when they did mention something, they were rudely responded to, as they put it. Um, they didn't know about that the project had rugged and all that, so people were just like, what the hell, you're asking for money, da, da, da. we're trying to save it, blah. So it was very odd situation, but just a situation I didn't like to be part of. You know, when people are entering these tournaments, don't even host a tournament unless you know it's going to be paid out. That's the way that I've always done it. I hosted hundreds of tournaments and paid them all out. You know what I mean? Paid them all out. There wasn't one that I didn't pay out. So there was times when it was hard, definitely struggling on rent, but I'm going to pay out when I promised. Um, I held it weekly. It was tough sometimes, definitely really tough. I was digging in my own wallet to give things away. But that was all inspired by Gary V. So I was able to build actually an X following on that uh, Twitter following at the time. And that's been building definitely was part of Twitter before Elon bought it. So that's been interesting to watch. But 
Back to NFTs, the market has crashed. It definitely went down. Uh, most NFTs have folded under. Gary V still out there doing big things, releasing some new collab with the, uh, I think it was Doge NFT or some dog thing on a dog shirt this week. I saw that dropping. Um, he'd been big on Fanatics with the V Friends cards. Um, that's where I've been spending a lot of time. Those have been following me. I X, you know, I won a couple giveaways. I actually have a graded CGC behind me that, a lady I know won, but she actually gifted it to me. Um, and interesting, man, just watching the whole thing, watching V Friends cards, what they're doing. Got a couple up for sale. Got some good deals. I participated in the 55-player break. Oh, man, I need to jump back to NFTs. I'm jumping into cards. So NFTs, man, they just flopped. They broke my heart. So Gary V introduced me to NFTs. I watched that. Um, and then the mar- the market hit. So covid during COVID and the market just spiked on sports cards. I started seeing it around a lot of Pokemon cards coming out, a lot of things like that. That was already pulling at my heart. And then I saw Gary V jumping into it and he started talking about sports cards. And like I said, it was just something that was part of my childhood that I got to bring back. Plus I had my son around. Um, He was maybe eight to 10 years old at the time, probably. And he was digging Pokemon. So we just jumped into Pokemon cards and started ripping packs. We bought a box, um, opened up. Damn it, we've got I got to stick to the market. Um, COVID, COVID. Like I said, cards were just picking up. Gary V was talking about them, and so I was kind of mixing around. I was jumping into the Pokemon game, jumping into cards a little bit, NFTs, and that's when I mean everything just hit the fan, man. The NFTs when when those rugs occurred. And people weren't getting their payouts and it was just, it was heartbreaking. I let a lot of people down, you know, you leave footsteps and I try to leave them in the right direction. I felt like I was, you know, had, had the ability to at least lead people in a direction when I saw something come and be like, yo, bail out. But unfortunately I was blindsided along with many others. Maybe some others saw it coming. I think looking back hindsight's a motherfucker, but I definitely could have saw it coming. Um, Man, it it was heartbreaking, man. I led so many people in that direction. I was left with not enough to, you know, pay people out that didn't get paid out during the tournaments and it ended up leading really to the collapse of my tournament and it was it was heartbreaking, man. It was heartbreaking to the fullest. So NFTs, the rugs, PPT in particular, just heartbreaking. And that was after multiple rugs. I, I went through the Lion Share, big shout out to Lion Share, what they went through. Um Steve, an amazing individual, when he stepped away, he he actually gave down some finances and paid out all tournaments with future tournaments. And he knew that he was not bringing the value to the community that he dreamed of through his coaching ability. People did not buy into coaching. People just wanted to play poker. So it didn't work out, man. I watched that one go down. Um, That was a much more respectful way that he went out. He actually just provided the profile picks and then stepped away and gave us a purse to work with as a community. I'm not sure if that's what funded the Cox and what they did over there. Um, I'll try to share more on X when it comes to the NFT things. Like I said, I haven't been following it. It broke my heart. And from there I look at, I just downloaded MetaMask the other day just to look at my wallet and just see all the flops, man. I could go through right now and just name rug, 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 rug. Everything's down to zero and it sucks because I always wanted to get, wallets for my son um so so he could actually have things and my daughter so when they got older things would gain in value unfortunately anything that i would have put in those wallets would have gone to zero and like i said 
I couldn't keep up with the poker tournament giveaway, so I wasn't even able to accumulate anything in their wallet. So it was just a rat, a rat in a in a rat wheel. Um, I can't say it was for nothing. I definitely got a lot of beautiful and amazing relationships with people that I still talk to to this day. However, um, I was able to build quite a fan base on social media as well through them, and it broke a lot of hearts when. I deleted that club GG. I didn't tell anybody. It just one day that whole club was gone and it was gone, man. It was gone. It was gone. It was gone. Like some of my dreams, but that's okay. Um, I believe that I was actually having a daughter possibly on the way or something. There was just too much in life. I couldn't keep up. The bills were accumulating and I felt bad. I felt bad, but I wasn't able to provide. So instead of, you know, leading anybody down any other road, I just had to cut it off man i knew that it was over so i apologize to everybody in the nft space my heart goes out to each and every one of y'all i can't say enough um to anybody that followed me into ppt and followed me into just project after project i was i was in all the poker community that i could and it it just hurts it hurts my heart and uh, end of the day i don't even want to have phantom on my wallet they're just jpegs um i don't want to have metamask on my on my phones you know what i mean it's just jpegs and they're worthless so there's not even the same memories i would rather have a graded sports card so that's where i started transitioning from nfts into sports cards and the community was awesome sports cards a lot of it was og people that had been around for a while that didn't like the youngsters i mean it's not that they didn't like the youngsters coming back but they knew what the youngsters were coming back for and it was these uh false dreams of profit however probably the only people that really profited were the ogs and that's a big shout out to them because the ogs did deserve it so for the ogs in the card game big shout out for the ones that did do you know card shows for the last 20 years and kept it pushing that reminds me of my local card show uh place or my local card shop went there as a child with my Mark McGuire's. They kind of laughed at me and I, I felt disrespected. So I never went back um, until very recently due to card purchaser online. If you're on Twitter X, check out card purchaser, very knowledgeable person account, whatever the hell it is, um, has a discord for $5 a month. I'm not sure if you get value from it. I have joined it just to show some appreciation to what that account has done for me in the form of knowledge, retweets and just appreciation. So Big shout out card purchaser. Um, damn, where was I going with that one, man? Uh, it's probably something on Twitter, card purchaser, blah, blah, blah. Who the hell knows? But, oh, man, I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Big shout out to the card purchaser. <laughs> I tell you, man, my memory sucks, but I was going down a good one. I was going down a good one. So, oh, man, jumped into VFriends cards lately. So, for those that have been following me on Fanatics, I am going to jump over that way. Um, V friends, like I said, I couldn't afford, I did get a V friends too one time I did buy, finally I bought that and then, uh, ended up with some house issues and ended up just me and my son. And I had to sell my V friends too a week after I bought it. It was heartbreaking, man. Talk about heartbreaking. That, that, that was another one of V friends, uh, NFTs. I bought a V friends too, which I had worked very long for, bought a turnt tick, um, Awesome character, especially because I love getting turned. I lived in Las Vegas. I, I love the life. I love to party. Don't party anymore. Definitely a father, a father by example, trying to leave footsteps in a different direction, not saying it's wrong or right. I was very comfortable in it when I was in it, just not in it anymore. Turn tick, V friends, they're blowing up on Fanatics. So I couldn't get a V friends one. I bought a V friends two. I had that for, you know, a week, 
had some financial situation where we just my son and I had to sell it just to buy groceries. We were, we were starving, man. We were literally just hungry. I couldn't let my son go hungry. So sold my V friends too. Haven't had the ability to get one back. I, I have had the ability. I just didn't focus back on it. Um, that's all my, my fault. You know, nobody to blame on that one. I say that with a stack of sports cards in front of me, knowing that the value in sports cards definitely could have bought me a V friends too. Right. I don't know about a V friends one. Maybe, maybe there's enough there if I really saved it up gradually, but definitely V friends two I could have purchased again. Um, so V friends sold that, but I did find V friends cards. That was very, not very affordable. Um, it was at the time, if you've got on their free pack giveaways with the V friends 35 code that no longer works, they had V friends 20 in their last one that got you $20 off. However, these cards are $35 a pack. I know that's a lot. Um, how do I know? Because I paid it literally the episode before they went to free pack. So I went, I paid full price. I got four cores, not worth anything really, um, of value to speak about. And I don't even remember who they are anymore. They, they didn't have any value to the point where they've been mixed in with all of my cores. Um, and yeah, I, I linked on one episode, bought in just cause I knew it was Gary V funding. I would love to sponsor or fund in any way, any project that he's backing just because of what he's provided to me. I would like to provide some type of financial, profit to him in any way shape or form so that's why i bought in at 35 dollars. there was no hard feelings in any way shape or form in my heart i'm so thankful i bought in knowing what i was buying however the very next episode they gave out free packs to everybody who hasn't bought one yet and that was that was like dang man but that you know what that's just life getting me because that's what i deserve um i've done so many things wrong that it's just like hey life gets me like that it's just the way that it goes you know what i mean i'm not gonna sit here and cry about it it's just it is what it is. It's worth speaking about, but there ain't no feelings towards it. So jumped onto V friends, watched a lot of giveaways on there and V friends fanatics didn't win crap for a long time, which is fine. I didn't, you know, wasn't there for the giveaways. I definitely entered all of them, but didn't win anything until very recently. I won like back to back giveaways. One, one giveaway. I won three old packs from like 1994 world cup soccer, um, 19, 19- 90 something early Donkey Kong pack with gum and a 1993 94 baseball pack 93 I think um didn't open them they're still stashed away and I also won a pack of V friends on the very next one so if you are in there and you haven't won any giveaways just keep going keep going stay consistent enter 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 and if you're going to enter one of those V friends things before you purchase hit apply um got to hit apply so that's been beating into my head. I watched so many hours of V friends fanatics, big shout out to what they've done. Uh, love their customer support, had an issue with one of my orders the other day, just at my card stand that I was waiting for. I literally went out, I bought a light box. I bought everything. I have all my cards. I'm just waiting for my card stand. Um, I bought a damn $90 stupid combo with shoes, card stand, and a pack of cards just so I can get the card stand, not knowing that they were going to individually go on sale throughout that episode. I just knew I wanted a damn card stand. So I bought that. I bought the shoes in a size for my homie, a good friend of mine. However, he thought it was kind of Pokemon stuff with the whole um, ant on the tongue, and he didn't even you know hit me. He didn't even want them, so now I got to try to flip those essentially but i like i said i hang out with some gangster fools some you know some people that have been stabbing folks and taking lives you know what i mean some big cocaine salesmen they're like what the hell is this pokemon shoe so i understood it i was just trying to look out but that's all i do i ain't gonna push nothing upon nobody i will 
figure out how to gift them or send them to somebody else. And that'll be a whole nother extravaganza. However, my, my V friends card stand didn't show up. I was sitting here waiting literally day after day. I watched my mail person come, my card showed up. Um, and about a week later, I couldn't take it, man. I went to my local card shop. That's what led me to the local card shop was I went down there and I bought a card stand for two ninety nine. You know what I mean? And there are other card stands like 25, 30 bucks. And I was waiting for it, but didn't show up. The shoes showed up on a whole separate shipping thing. And next thing I know, I, I did reach out to V friends um, after like three weeks um, after my other orders had showed up. And I was like, all right, well. Something's up with these card stands. So I reached out to them on Fanatics, and they reached back to me the very next day like, oh, our fault. We'll, we'll get it in the mail today. It'll get to you. Thank you for being patient. I was like, oh, for sure. So big shout-out to them. Truly appreciate it. <laughs> Customer support on that was flawless, amazing, and love y'all. Love y'all for that one. V Friends on Fanatics, V Friends cards. If you haven't checked it out, I would not say it's a financial investment at this point. It seems like series three is around the corner because they were shooting these things out. A lot of people are now aware of V Friends. However, they have shot out a lot of V Friends cards. I would not be surprised if some type of new version came out. Um, so financial advice, I don't know about buying into them. I'm not saying nothing like that. Just like the NFTs, I think they've all gone down in value quite a bit. Maybe they will bounce up one day, but be wise, folks, be wise. Uh, that is where I've been spending a lot of time, a lot of attention. I love everything about the community. The community is worth the the, the price of purchase. You go buy a pack, man, it is worth posting on Twitter and just meeting all the community that follows and the support that they give one another and just seeing what Gary V does. And it's amazing, man. Um, big shout out to rips and con man Courtney on the show. They had two new people this week. Um, they did, they did all right. You know what I mean? They, it was cool, entertaining. They definitely had a lot of guests on there. So that's always fun to watch Gary V man doing big things. He's always live on Twitch. He's just blowing up. So, Love what he's doing. Love his just text program. He's got all types of things set up, always reaching out to people in different ways. He has so many different ways to funnel the attention. It is amazing. Love watching it. Amazing entrepreneur. For those that don't know Gary V, once again, I'm going to take off my knee pads because that I give him the credit he deserves, but he deserves all the credit. Gary V, you're the man. V friends cards done past that. I've already spoke on that. Um, I have some amazing, done some amazing deals, met some amazing people. Big shout out to Lynchy. Big shout. I shouted out most of the crew. Um, soggy waffles. He's reached out to me offering a deal over something, just an amazing individual, very respectful. Uh, a lot of people that I trust in that industry and that community. A lot of people in the card community too. I sent $4 on PayPal the other day, um, to somebody just off of Twitter he only had maybe 60 followers, but like I said, it's $4 for a Gary V card, actually. Just a PWE plain white envelope sent it. You know, it's not going to be anything big. Hopefully, it just comes in a plastic hard case and makes it here in good shape. Um, I haven't been purchasing many cards at all. I just saw that one on a Twitter feed that was, you know, not on eBay. We can avoid all fees and everything. Just send it straight to them on PayPal. Plus, I just made a bunch of sales, so... Grab that real quick, add it to a collection, not something I look to sell or anything in that in that area, you know. So, oh, man, NFTs, you broke my damn heart. Jumped over, been following sports cards ever since. Um, I have a whole bunch of UFC cards, a bunch of basketball cards. I pulled some big hits, some, 
you know, thousand dollar hits almost in basketball on Monopoly black money prisms. Um, on I had pulled a Steph Curry and a Devin Booker out of the same pack. Um, and then my son got into it and we started ripping all the Pokemon packs. Once that value jumped in with my, you know, memories with my son, that was just priceless, completely priceless opening packs with him, watching him light up. I do have the videotapes of that. We did record it. I'm not sure if I released it in a recording, but I still have the videos. I went back and watched him the other day cause he was so young. I got to watch him as a youngster. He's growing up watching him do his thing. He's no longer interested in the Pokemon cards, which has led to me selling off a bunch of Pokemon cards because I'm watching them decrease in value. And there's no reason for me to sit on these. I don't think that they're the classic OG ones that will retain value. I saw some numbers that Pokemon printed and it was like, Oh my God, that's so many cards. I need to get rid of these things while there's a demand for them. Um, and that's even dwindling by the day. Um, you see Pokemon and sports cards definitely going down. So that's why I say I would not invest in that area. It's not a growing market. I would say it's a decreasing market, but it's something that I truly enjoy when I look at my stack of, especially my slabbed cards, all of those, which is graded cards. Um, they're all just something that really means something to my heart. If not, they're for sale now and I have them posted. So I have no, no, you know, issue moving off of things that I don't value. Um, I have an issue right now moving off a of CRX that I have in front, but I'm supposed to pick up another Honda this weekend. So I need to make the room. I'm in hustle, hustle, hustle mode right now, folks. So I actually need to get off this podcast, but I'm trying to finish. I need to finish, but I need to also get to work. I need to post more lots for sale. I need to stay grinding. I'm trying to keep it going, but turn tick. I'm trying to be that guy. You know what I mean? Trying to stay turnt and trying to keep it pushing. Oh man, learned a lot off just the quality of photography. Um, I did say V Friends hooked me up. V Friends cards, they, they definitely took care of me on the card stand. I haven't got it yet, but that customer support, I give it up for you motherfuckers one more time. That's a Gary V thing and just what he's produced and just the culture. Amazing, amazing for all the community on X. I want to give it up to y'all and I love y'all, man. Love y'all, love y'all. One sec, one sec. Hey, 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 calm down. We gave it up. Enough now, enough now. Quiet. Quiet, they wait. Um, NFT rugs, man, all those people, man, my heart goes out to you. My heart breaks for you. Um, man, all those ones that were part of PPT. I remember people were joining that week like, hey, I'm here due to, due to Bob Dog, due to nipple whiskers and did it. And it's like, oh, yeah, they're not paying out tournaments this week. And it's like, what the hell, man? It felt so fucking bad, man. My heart breaks for all of y'all. I wish I still had my bogus one. I give it to myself. So that is why. I've transitioned out of NFTs, but I do see the card market dwindling. It's not something that I'm jumping into looking to make a living or anything. I need to keep it pushing in another direction, but I'm trying to minimize my collection while they still have value. So why am I pushing when you see me going to sports cards? It's because I don't think the value is there much longer. So I need to get rid of what I got while I got it and figure out what I'm going to invest in, which is mostly myself. Um, my house, I want to, like I said, pick up another Honda so I can flip those. I'm trying to get some high voltage installed in my house so I could get the oven installed so I can start powder coating. I also have been in communications about a job, um, back as a safety coordinator, but it's in Nuevo, which is about 30 minute drive from me, which is cool. Cause my little Honda, I would really enjoy that drive. It's, it's out towards almost towards the middle of nowhere. So you just kind of throw it in fifth gear and just let it go on the highway. Hopefully you will hit traffic occasionally. That's just the way life goes, especially coming home. It can be a disaster, but 
irrelevant. I could always move closer if need be, especially if I'm going to stay at that job for long. And like I said, I want to open a shop. I got so many dreams, goals. I would like to open a RC shop so kids can play with RC cars and learn the technical side of that. At the same time, it'd be cool to have a card shop on the other side, but mixing dirt and all that is not a good idea. Uh, maybe I could have a carpet track can do it that way and have it clean. We'll see. We'll see folks. Like I said, I got so many dreams, ambitions, things that I just lack the resources at this point, but it's not that I haven't allocated the resources. It's just that I allocated them incorrectly. I mean, I've, I've acquired the resources. I just allocated them incorrectly and did not build. I didn't build my pyramid folks. I kept trying to get rich on something hit, 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 you know, and it's like, you just build your damn pyramid. And maybe by the time you're done, maybe somebody wants to buy it from you or it makes a good tomb. Either way you could, you could die on it and it'll be something to look at. Instead I was buying these little $200 NFT, $200 NFT, trying to give them away $50 NFTs, hoping they went up. And it was all just miss, 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 just giving out free handouts, basically donating to charity, but not even to a damn charity, just somebody else's pocket. Um, Oh, my son and ripping packs. That was amazing, man. Miss him every day. Miss you, dude. Um, actually got to talk with him two days ago. My daughter called him. He answered. It was amazing. He'd been sick. So my heart goes out to him. Definitely wishing him the best. He's in the junior high stage. You know, he's about trying to pull some females now. I'm probably doing that thing. Definitely in some gaming and life goes on. So I'm not sure where life's going to go. I don't have a direction in mind. I just roll with the punches. Um, I do. I, I apologize for those that have been waiting for a podcast. I have been delaying it. I did make one, like I said, but I felt like I could add some more value. I was waiting for the UFC card this weekend. That provided zero value. The UFC card was complete disaster. Um, there was some good ones. I think Dan Ige did dope. Um, who else? There was oh, there was like three in the, in the main card, and there were two or three on the prelims. Sorry, I don't remember the names, but that card was very disappointing. It was ass to say the least. Um, I mean, and I mean, one of these, that thing had no ass, like long back. But that's irrelevant at this point because we did follow that up with the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl made up for it. That was amazing to watch, especially as a huge collector of Nick Bolton rookie cards. That should have taken an increase, being that he got another Super Bowl. I need to turn around and sell those because he looked a little slow. He just didn't look like the dominant player that I saw before his injuries. Um, with that being said, he still has a huge cast on his left arm from that dislocated, was it dislocated wrist that required surgery or fractured wrist that required surgery. Either way, he had a surgically repaired wrist, so he was dealing with that injury. You could tell that it was, it looked like it bothered, not bothered him, but he thought about it before he made contact because he did not want to hurt that wrist again. Can't blame him. That thing just got out of surgery and he was back on the field. One hell of an individual, a beast. Um, that being said, oh, we had Fred Warner, another beast, one hell of a linebacker, and Greenlaw, my heart goes out to you, man, that torn Achilles on your way out onto the field, man, that was, costed your team the Super Bowl. Nobody talks about it, but just one hell of a player. You could not replace him. It showed up when they were unable to stop Kansas City after that, and oh, man, my heart breaks for that whole my, that whole defense, man. That was an amazing performance that they had but at the same time i was rooting for kansas city i wanted kansas city to win um i'm a packers fan so i definitely was not rooting for the 49ers but hey i I understand the loss because i've been there i lost in a playoff game as a football player and that was heartbreaking i've also won the championship as a football player and that was dope that was lit like turnt tick you know what i'm saying so 
Oh man, life is good. Life is good. I have been making a lot of eBay sales. I just got back from the post office before I started making this podcast. Um, learning a lot is very interesting right now. I'm actually learning on whether I, so I have like groups of cards. So for example, I have the UFC, um, Don Russ cards in front of me right now. I have a bunch of them. I can organize them by crunch time, which is just one style of card. And I can make a lot with, you know, four or five of them. Or I can break that down and make them into individual lots, like a Conor McGregor lot and have the crunch time with some others. Or I, and I can have the Khabib lot with Khabib and the Marvels and, you know, the post press or whatever combos I mix in with that. Um, right now I actually have all my Max Holloway's laid out. I'm going to do a Max Holloway lot and see how that goes. Definitely working on some different angles and just working and figuring out what sells the best on eBay. I know that the description is very important. The title is very important. Um, I just finished two bids this weekend, so those have already gone out. Um, I sold a V-Friend. That one's gone out. So life has been good. I do have one order that looks like it's been delayed somewhere in San Bernardino. Hopefully it didn't get caught in some rollers and going to be sent back. Hopefully that makes it out to its seller, but... We'll see. Keep an eye out on that one. I love, appreciate everybody. I don't have too much more to tell you if I didn't explain it over that one. Basically, <sighs> learned about V friends. Um, well, learned about NFTs through Gary V. Got back into the poker scene. I am probably an addict of gambling. I see that through DraftKings and all that. Um, I, I enjoy it. I love ex- poker. I love poker. I love the strategy to it. Um, I did love the dice when I was in Vegas. I've always been around gambling, so I don't know if it's an addict, but I definitely have the ability to stay away like I am now. I did choose to close my account. I have enough right now to go get a premium account and actually have a chance to pay my rent through playing poker, but I'm going to do it in a different direction just because I really enjoy spending the time with my daughter. She's been helping me with the cards and taking pictures, and she'll press the camera button for me because it's hard to hold up my little black screen display thing while holding my phone and pressing the button. I got some whole little ghetto rigging thing that comes out with some very quality pictures. So it's working for me. The quality of pictures does increase the value on eBay. For those that haven't listened to previous podcasts as my journey on eBay, the quality of pictures, I put one lot up, same exact cards. One had eight cards. So one had six, same exact cards, just two more in the other. I shot one with a low quality you know, just without a light box and did it that way. The other one, I actually went down, you know, spent some time and quality on the pictures. They sold for the same exact amount. The one with two cards less sold for the same amount as the one with eight cards, same exact cards across the board pretty much. There might have been one different one somewhere on the line, but pretty sure they were all the same actually. So uh, quality, quality matters definitely when it comes to eBay and those types of things. Um, Life to me, I'm a quality control technician by trade, I did it for many years. So when it comes to that stuff, I look for those very small details. Um, I also was an automotive mechanic, and I understand that missing that one bolt can cost you your whole, it could cost your car, it could cost your life ultimately, because that suspension falls out, you can be in a very, 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 very bad spot. Um, Coming from somebody who has, you know, driven down the road with loose lug nuts i remember hearing it like what the hell is that turned around went back to the crib and sure enough i had some loose lug nuts on my car thankfully i turned around and realized it and didn't keep driving oh man that's one hell of an experience i've been behind the car playing a poker tournament on my phone when a jeep's tire fell off and i was in the lane next to him and it's literally he's on the ground grinding his tires in my lane and i'm playing a poker tournament 
Didn't have time to stop. I think I went all in as the tire fell off and won. It was a very interesting situation, but I remember it was my time to shine, baby. So, love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. Yes, I am focused on sports cards. No, it's not going to be a long-term thing for me um, as far as a full-time gig. I'm not looking at it as I'm going to, you know, find, um, what is that, uh, Oh man, dealer, authorized dealer and start slinging packs and doing all that. If it happens, it happens. I wouldn't, you know, be shied away from it. But like I said, I'm just growing the little store that I have on eBay. I have worked on a website. I need to get that fired up. I just need to get a business account fired up. Need to get my taxes done. It's a whole little process I'm working on. Like I said, a little under the weather. My throat actually hurts from talking so long. So I'm going to end this one now. Um, I I truly appreciate everybody i hope this brings you at least a little insight into what i'm doing um i love appreciate each and every one of y'all if y'all want to make any comments or interested in any cards in particular i've been trying to save a lot of uh, share a lot of posts that allows you to sell on there if you need help selling you can always reach out to me um i'll help anybody in any way shape and form that i can Um, i'm tired of sending money to anybody or way shape or form so ask me for anything other than money i've got attention you can help me on the podcast you can do whatever man i love appreciate each and every one of y'all and i'm out the time has come you've been listening to the nipple whiskers podcast with your host bob dog he doesn't like you either follow us on social media subscribe on youtube and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes this podcast will now self-destruct in three 